the Numinous Podcast with Carmen Spaniola. Hi there, and welcome to the Numinous Podcast, where we have interesting conversations with everyday folks about the mystery of life. This podcast is a compliment to the Numinous School, an online intuition development course for people who want their self-awareness to serve a greater good. I'm your host, Carmen Spaniola, and I'm not actually here this week through the magic of podcasting. I'm actually on a mother-daughter trip with my 11-year-old girl, Mirabella. I captured this conversation when we were just hanging out folding laundry one night, and I hope it inspires you with some good prompt questions to ask your child or loved one. So I noticed that you are wearing some leggings that depict the galaxy. Like your your jeans right now have all these stars and Milky Way or something like that. So when you think about how big the universe is, how do you feel? Um, like I'm a grain of sand on a beach. <laughs> well, the world's a grain of sand on the beach. Right. Does it feel scary or sort of? Yeah. Not like literally scary, but. It's surprising. Mm-hmm. Do you ever think about maybe other little girl life forms on other planets somewhere, thinking about <laughs> being a speck of sand on a beach? Sometimes, but rarely. Mostly when I'm being immature with my friends. <laughs> Do you talk about stuff like that? Sometimes. Do you wish there were other little girls out there thinking about you? What do you mean, wish? Well, do you ever have ideas like, hey, maybe I should be an astronaut? Like, would you want to go into outer space? Not really. No? No. It's scary. Yeah? A little bit. What's scary about it? Well, you're, there's a death risk. Uh, the death risks are really high, and you, yeah. <laughs> it's just so big. There's so many ways you could get lost or hurt or things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds kind of overwhelming when you put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Do you I ever think about death? Sometimes, but I prefer not to. Hmm. What makes you think about it? Usually when I'm just sort of daydreaming. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I do. Do you like daydream sometimes about like the people you love dying? Or do you think more about Sometimes. like what, what people would do if you died? It's kind of a mixture of both, but mm. I try to shake that thought away. Yeah. You know what I do when I want to shake a thought away? I just say in my mind, cancel. <laughs> because then you're canceling out that thought and your subconscious mind starts to make a habit of being like, oh, whoops, she doesn't want that as an instruction. So, <laughs> yeah. You can just, you can cancel anytime you have a catastrophic thought like that. Mm-hmm. So what do you think happens after you die? Well, I bet you can probably choose where you want to go next. Hmm. You have a wide selection of who you want to be. Hmm. Who would you want to be? Or what would you want to be? Um, something that has a happy life and lives a long time. Okay, so like not you wouldn't want to come back as like a grasshopper or no, uh, or some well, other life form or like a bird. I don't think birds live all that long. 
when it, when you say birds, it depends. Like eagle, yeah, probably, mm-hmm. and probably a barn owl. Okay, just an owl of any type. You see, you like the uh, heavy hitters when it comes to uh, <laughs> symbolic birds. Hey, like yeah. owls are. Do you know what owls symbolize? Wisdom. Yeah. Do you know what eagles symbolize? No, actually. Transformation and spiritual, uh, I guess I would say medicine. So what if there's a person who doesn't believe that you can come back as something like some, you know, Reuben, your stepdad, my husband, he thinks that you just stay compost. Like, you, you know, you become part of the earth again. What if, what do you think is going to happen to Reuben after he dies? That I'm also not sure of. I guess what you believe in is probably going to happen once you die. Because hmm. who knows? Right. <laughs> so do you believe in angels? I guess so. I sort of do, but sort of don't at the same time. Like in miraculous situations, then sometimes, yeah. Like how it it's either like parking angels, like what you when you say, or it's just a really big coincidence that we magically find a parking spot right close to the building we need to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 when I die, I really hope I don't become a parking angel because I really want to do more with my afterlife than find other people parking spots. But I sure love I'd our say. parking angels. Yep. <laughs> so do you think parking angels exist? I can't answer that. <laughs> because it's uncanny how often it works, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to deny that there's probably parking angels. Yep. Yeah. Once again, who knows? Who knows? Do you believe in um, other life forms then? Like when you, when we started, we were talking about a little girl of some other kind of life form on a beach somewhere. So do you believe that there's uh, intelligent life in the universe that isn't human? If I think deep into it, then yeah. But if I'm kind of just daydreaming, not really. Do you believe in ghosts? Um... Sort of, but not really. Just like the parking angel situation. <laughs> in what, in which condition or which context do you believe in ghosts? Like at night when I'm half asleep, because then I can't really think straight, and I'm usually like say something's like, like if the wind's really strong and it, it like uh, whistles through the crack, like the cracks, um, the the cracks on the my window ledge Mm -hmm. then yeah sometimes but I just bury my head under the covers and forget about it well that kind of seems unfair to ghosts because that's the wind that's not a ghost yeah (laughs) I don't I don't control that though I'm half asleep and and so your mind I'm just kind of yeah my mind's just half (laughs) shut off I see and so in what condition would you under what conditions would you believe in a ghost like, have you had experiences that seem ghostly? Not yet. But you're anticipating having some soon? It's Hopefully. like puberty, like it's going to happen. You just don't know exactly when. I guess so. I see. Do you believe in God? 
I guess I do. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to sometimes, you, like, ask for something to happen bleedingly, and apparently sometime, some of the time nothing happens, which affects my belief. I see. I know that, like, not every, like, things won't always happen, but... <laughs> So, yeah, I, I know that there are lots of times when I've prayed for things and then they don't happen. And I just think I, I have, especially when I was um, your age, I sort of thought, well, thanks for nothing. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I guess the way I look at that is you're going to get some of what you want and some of what you don't want in your mm-hmm. life. And when you average it all out, it's pretty much what you need. <laughs> um so do you know what the term is for thinking about stuff a lot and trying to make it materialize in your life? I know something similar to that, like lucid lucid dreaming, but oh. that's not reality, so no. <laughs> okay, I was talking about manifestation, but I'm curious what you know about lucid dreaming. Uh, all I know is that like you have to think about things what you want to dream of a lot and what it eventually you'll like realize that when you are dreaming it is a dream and be able to control what happens in your dream it's sort of like say a sorcerer or a sorceress Ooh. that's exciting mm-hmm. <laughs> um do you know what part of your mind controls your dreams no it's your subconscious mind. Do you know what that means? Oh, yeah. Like, we we were talking about this the other day, weren't we? Well, the, suncon- the subconscious controls your, like, beliefs and dreaming? No? Yeah, dreaming. Yep. Yeah. And creativity. Yeah. And um, do your emotions come from your conscious or your subconscious mind? Uh subconscious yes so yeah your conscious mind is like the 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 thinking that you think about (laughs) (laughs) and your subconscious mind is you know making all of the other things in your body happen so it's what's controlling all of the functions in your body you know Mm -hmm. you don't have to think about breathing it just happens yeah right uh so your dreams are originating in your subconscious mind and what do you think is happening when you're lucid dreaming now i'm just asking your opinion because there's a lot of research about this and even scientists can't totally for sure know exactly what's happening but what do you think is happening when you're lucid dreaming i think uh what's happening is you're real like you're purposely controlling your dream so how so it's however you want it to be like say for some reason you want to feel like what what flying is like which i've done before and magically grow wings in your dream or something like that what was that like to grow wings and dream and fly in your dream yeah what was it like um well it was better than walking that's for sure <laughs> and uh it's as fun as it looks like in the movies that's cool. But 
Better. But better than in the yeah. movies? Because what was different from just watching it? You'd never have to worry about, like, obstacles mm-hmm. or anything like that. Did you have, do you remember having sensations in your body? What do you mean? Well, could you feel in your body, like, I know the first flying dream that I had, I remember in it, I kind of walked and then took a couple of quick steps and then just like lifted off the ground like I was in a helijet or something. And I remember that sensation of like being, um, of, of lifting up and kind of being that moment of a bit of weightlessness. Do you remember any kind of sensation like that in your body when you were lucid dreaming about flying? Yeah. One of them, I started off sitting on the ground and when I started like actually flying and using my wings, it, it sort of felt like when, say, you're at the bottom of the pool for a while and you decide to surface and you push mm. up with your back legs and, like, everything just drops behind you and you feel free. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. What did you do to be able to fly in your dream? Well, my dad was just... Uh, my, uh, my dad, he was talking about, like, lucid dreaming and controlling your dreams. And he uh, told me about a view of his his flying dreams, and I guess that just triggered my memory. Wow. So it kind of runs in the family, because not everybody can have uh, flying dreams. Well, everybody can have them, but not everybody does have them. I know a lot of people that have tried and tried and still <clears throat> haven't had them yet. So do you <clears throat> feel special, or did it just feel like pretty normal to you? In between. <laughs> Average? More special than normal. Cool. It was really nice. That makes sense to me because you're more special than normal. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much for being on my show. No problem. I love you. I love you too. That click you heard just there is the two of us sealing it with a kiss. <laughs> I made that recording because I wanted to capture the sound of my daughter's voice at this very special age. But as I said, I really do hope it inspires you to ask big questions of the people who are a big part of your life. You know who else is a big part of my life? You are. And so I want to thank all of the listeners right now in Guatemala. I see you downloading every week and I can't believe it. And I'm so delighted and honored that you've spent time. So thank all of you. And thank you, of course, for your reviews. And if you enjoyed this show, please share it far and wide, because you never know who needs to hear it right now. And if you'd like to keep exploring the great mystery of life with me, you can go to my website, carmenspaniola.com, C-A-R-M-E-N-S-P-A-G-N-O-L-A. While you're there, sign up for my newsletter. You'll instantly receive a meditation download and you'll get a notification from me every time I publish a show. Until next time, take care.